Welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope, and welcome back. Uh, thanks to everyone who's been listening. Uh, if you haven't listened to the last episode, it's in the archives, it's up, um, and it's all about Animal Kingdom. Uh, you know, we just had Earth Day a few days ago, which is also the birthday of Disney's Animal Kingdom. So uh, it's it's a fitting episode. I, I really like it, uh, listening back. And, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to do another episode on Animal Kingdom because the more I think about it, the more I can just keep talking about it. But I think, you know, every year, you know, the anniversary of the uh, park opening is on Earth Day. I think every year we should just celebrate uh, both. We should celebrate Earth Day and also the birthday of Animal Kingdom because, you know, they kind of go hand in hand. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Back with another new episode today. It's going to be a fun one. This is a fun one. It's going to be an interactive one. I put out some messages on Instagram uh, because I wanted your feedback. I wanted you guys to have input in this episode. This episode is Disney World Wishes. Now, not the fireworks show. Uh, Well, not exactly. You know, if I was in charge of Walt Disney World and I, you know, had basically free range and I had one wish, like, what would I do? Would I bring back an extinct attraction? Would I create a new attraction? Would I build myself a mansion? Uh, Everything's kind of on the table. So should be a fun one. Uh, Thanks for your input. If you're not already, follow me on Instagram. Disney World Today, all one word. And, uh, you know, for future episodes, we can, uh, you know, you can be a part of it too. All right, here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Now, if you're like me, you may relate to this. Did you ever daydream in school, you know, middle school, high school, college, whatever? I know I did. That was pretty much, uh, especially in college, that was was all I did. I would daydream and uh, make notes in my uh, notebook, make lists, and usually Disney-related. But I think we've all kind of had that scenario in our head. What would you do if you had three wishes? Um, I was thinking about this recently. I was talking with someone about Disney and you know, what we would change. And I wish, you know, if you were in charge, what would you, what would you do? And, you know, I thought that'd be kind of a, a fun topic for an episode. It'd be an interactive topic, you know, to make it a little more uh, fun instead of like, you know, what would you do if you were in charge? Cause that maybe isn't, you can't really have uh, some of the realistic options. You know, what would you do if you had one wish you're in charge of Disney, Disney world, and you get one wish you could do one thing. You could bring a ride back, you can create a new ride, you can build a new hotel, you could build a mansion for yourself. Everything's on the table. I think it's a a fun scenario I think a lot of us have thought about. You know, I remember back uh, in college, you know, the classes are a little more lenient, at least for me when I wasn't taking it super serious. So a lot of times I would just kind of sit in the back and I would doodle in my notebook. I'd make notes rankings and they were mostly disney 
uh, related. I rate like my top 10 rides and, and restaurants and hotels. And I'd always do stuff like that. I, you know, I'd even, uh, I'd write down like movies or characters that would make good attractions that we didn't have. And, uh, so I'm, I'm thinking there's, a, there's more of you out there. I, I'm sure I'm not the only one who's kind of thought out this scenario in their head thousands of times. You know, and when it comes to Walt Disney World, we're all such diehard fans. If you're listening to this, you know, uh, you know, we're the same. We're fanatics. We love Disney. We love Walt Disney World. You know, and anytime there's uh, changes announced, it's like, all right, am I going to love this or I'm, or am I going to hate this? Uh, you know, when they're changing a ride or closing a ride or building a new one, you know, it's we're very opinionated when it comes to Disney because we love it so much. So I thought it'd be fun to do. My top three Walt Disney World wishes. You know, most uh, pop culture references with magic genies and stuff, you get three wishes. And also in this case, you can't, one of your wishes can't be, I wish for more wishes. That's off the table. I'm sorry. Um, But it'll be fun to kind of go over, uh, you know, live in this fantasy for, you know, a half hour or whatever, and just kind of discuss what what I think would be cool. Yeah, I want to spend a good amount of time. I put a, you know, a question story on Instagram, you know, asking what would you guys do? So I'm going to, I want to go through a lot of those. You guys had so many good ideas. A lot of, you know, we think the same, like I was just saying, there was a lot of similar topics, uh, you know, ones that I've thought of that I didn't think anyone else in the world has thought of. And I was getting a bunch of, uh, repeats, like here's one right off the bat. I got like five people, uh, right. That they would do either like free churro Fridays or like discount churros or like free churros. So, we love our churros. I think that's, uh, that's safe to say. You know, I was trying to think of my top three wishes, like what I would do. And it was just so tough because I think I had like a list of like 75. that had it narrowed down to three, um, you know, because there's just so much uh, that comes to mind, like instantly. Just, you know, just based on attractions alone, like there's so many attractions I would bring back, you know, ones that have either been closed or rethemed. So it's tough to narrow that down. But I'm going to do my best here. And then uh, after I do my three wishes, I'm going to go through. I got about maybe, I got so many responses. It was great to read them all. I'm going to go through the responses and you know, kind of talk about what you guys suggested. All right. For my first wish, do I want to start with my, my big one? or? All right. My first wish, I wish there was some sort of a, a different type of Disney world resort, like loyalty reward program right now. I know they have annual passes, you know, and vacation club and there's like the Disney visa card benefits. Like those are okay. You know, the annual pass doesn't do me any good. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm over here in Chicago where it was 30 degrees yesterday and uh, tomorrow's going to be 84. So that does me no good. The annual pass, Uh, you know, the, the Disney visa is nice. You get a little bit of reward back. Okay. But like some sort of reward program for those of us who, you know, are out of state that we, you know, we travel to Disney World religiously throughout our entire lives. Like, like I've said in my past episodes, I've gone to Disney almost every year since I was two years old. You know, that's a lot of trips. And, you know, because we would go for, you know, like seven, eight days, like it was a once a year trip. It was a big deal. Um you know, something that rewards like the people like, like me, like, you know, the people that can only go once a year, but they go every year, you know, um, 
kind of like when you go to like a, a, a sandwich shop and you like, you get a punch card, you know, on the, on the 12th punch, you get a free sub, something like that reward us diehards who, you know, our parents brought us when we were kids and now we're still going like out of state. We're making the trip, got to pay for airfare, got to deal with flying, which is a hassle. Um, you know, something like that. I don't, I don't know what they could do. It would just make, uh, you know, it'd make us feel just a little, uh, part of like that Disney family, you know, like the annual pass holders, the locals, like they, you know, they, they can wake up and be like, Oh, let's go to Epcot for lunch. You know, we don't, we don't have that option. And, uh, you know, we love Disney equally as much. It's just not, uh, you know, it's just not feasible. You know, we're out of stage, just situations and happenings and stuff. It's just the way it is. There, it would be cool if there was some sort of like loyalty program like that. Like if they said, Hey, Kevin, you know, you've been coming. Uh, okay. Here's an example. It's like, um, like airline miles, you know, you, you fly with an airline, you get, you rack up miles. Like for me, luckily my dad opened up like a, uh, United or American, uh, reward, uh, login in my name when I was like eight years old. So I was racking up points from when I was eight years old to now. You know, I wish Disney maybe had something like that. Like, okay, uh, Kevin, you, your first trip is, was in 1992. You know, every trip you go, here's X amount of points. And then every, you know, 10,000 points or whatever you get, you get like a, a, a free day, uh, park pass. You get a, you know, one night free at the hotel, you know, stuff like that. I think that'd be pretty cool. And, you know, it's probably something that will never happen. Because how does that benefit them? Like I'm going every year, whether they give me a a punch card or not. So, but it's cool to kind of dream and wish about something like that. You know, I felt, uh, I've only been, you know, this loyal to a few things my entire life. That's the Cubs and uh, Disney. So uh, I'm in it for the long run. All right, let's move on to my second wish now. This one is a little different, maybe a little broad, but I'll, I'll explain it. I wish there was less emphasis on putting IP Disney IP into the park. So, uh, you know, for example, how, you know, they're, they're retheming the Polynesian to Moana, you know, they, there's a big emphasis right now on everything that they build at Disney world has to have like a character or a movie attached to it. Whereas, you know, back in the day, there was a lot of originality at Disney you know, pretty much the entire Epcot park was original. All the attractions there, the hotels, you know, each hotel, each resort has like its own backstory. Um, you know, there's been rumors that they're going to retheme the contemporary to the Incredibles. And, you know, uh, there was the Fort Wilderness Vacation Club that was announced and it was going to be themed based off of like, uh, you know, like some of the nature scenes like in Disney movies, like Pocahontas, I believe or Fox and the Hound, something like that. Um, but you see, they're, they're trying to put the intellectual property, their characters and movies into everything they do now. You know, they, they got rid of the Norway, they got rid of the Norway ride Maelstrom rethemed it to frozen. You know, I, I, I get it. You know, frozen's big money. People line up for it. That line is insane. Um, but it's like, you know, why couldn't you just build a separate frozen attraction? You know, why'd you have to, why'd you have to retheme a, an original attraction? You know, the Norway ride is one of the, was one of the most immersive ones there. Like I, I wanted and still do want to visit Norway based on that attraction alone. 
it felt so cool. It felt so real. I wanted to check out you know, the country uh, in real life because of that. Um, you know, it just seems like it's the easy way out. Like, okay, let's build a new attraction. We'll just theme it off of our newest movie. It's, it's an easy way out. You know, I'm sure if it was up to the Imagineers themselves, I think they love making the original stories. You know, I've watched documentaries on, you know, the, the attractions they've come up with and, you know, everything from Pirates of the Caribbean to Haunted Mansion to even, you know, somewhat newer, like Expedition Everest. Think about the originality of that ride. You walk through the queue and everything, like, until you get on the ride, like, it all connects. The the Yeti, the mysterious Yeti, and you're going on an expedition, and he breaks the track, and you got to go backwards. Like, it all connects. And with some of these newer, you know, attractions and stuff, yeah, like I said, it's just kind of the easy way out. Like, Frozen, you know, they just threw in some, uh, you know, some animatronics and changed the music, and, oh, we have a Frozen ride. You know, I, I missed that originality. I, I talked about it in one of my earlier episodes uh, about Splash Mountain. Very controversial. You know, I've talked about it before. Like for me, Splash Mountain was always just an attraction at the Magic Kingdom. I didn't know the backstory on it or anything. And, you know, I have a lot of good memories with my family on that ride because it was like the one thrill ride that my entire family would go on. My, gra- my grandpa would go on it. My aunt, we'd all ride it together and get like the family picture afterwards. So when they announced that it's going to be Princess and the Frog, it's again, it's one of those things like I get why they want to change it. But, you know, they're they're keeping the same exact uh, like ride layout and they're just going to put in Princess and the Frog animatronics. Whereas I feel like a, a, a movie like that, a, it would have been such a cool dark ride, a classic dark ride with the animatronics. You could tell the story. I think that would have fit better. You know, like how I mentioned too, they're, they're kind of redoing the Polynesian. They want to make it Moana themed. It's like, you know, how far are they going to take it? Cause, uh, you know, it already had some elements of Lilo and stitch. Uh, I believe the one store there was, was called like something Lilo is something based off the movie. Uh, you know, and they had some different Lilo and stitch kind of, uh, references in there. I just don't want it to get too crazy where you walk in and there's a, a giant, you know, mural of Moana and, you know, it's, I think it's going to happen. Now I, again, I get why they do it. it. It's easy money, like draws people and kids in, but I just want them to, to get back to those roots of originality and creative and imagineering, you know, think about like the original stories they came up with for Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion, like to, to this day, two of the most iconic rides in Disney history. And, it, you know, they started it from scratch. They thought of it themselves. So let's give the Imagineers a little more uh, free roam there. Let's get some, you know, uh, original attractions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, for example, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, like some of the, you know, the most recent announced attractions. Let's think about them. We have Pandora, based off a of movie Avatar. 
We have, you know, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge based off, obviously, a movie, Star Wars. We have Ratatouille opening at Epcot based off a movie. We have the Tron Light Cycle Coaster coming soon to Magic Kingdom based off a movie. At Epcot, we have the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Coaster opening soon based off a movie. Like, that doesn't mean I'm not going to love the rides and the attractions. It's just that Disney touch, that magical touch to me always was kind of centered around like that originality and the storytelling of these, you know, unique attractions. You know, they, uh, I mentioned expedition Everest is great at that. Um, here's one that didn't make it countdown to extinction turned into dinosaur. They, you know, that didn't last long. They had to hurry up and, uh, put the dinosaur movie branding on it, you know, change it up a little bit, make it, you know, themed around the movie, but that attraction, before it was called dinosaur and, and tinkered with a little bit, like a great original attraction. Uh, you know, it's not asking for much. I don't think, um, you know, and it's not, it's not a huge ask. I don't know how many other people would, uh, you know, tell me if I'm wrong here. Maybe, uh, there's not too many people here who, um, you know, miss the same thing. Maybe you guys love having the movies in the parks. You know, I love the movies too. You know, there could be people out there who want to see Moana at the Polynesian. They want to see, you know, Tron and all these, you know, other properties in the park. So let me know what you think about that one. Now, here we are, the third wish, third and final wish. You know, this one's probably pretty common, but it's a big one. But here we go. My third wish would be for a fifth park. Now, Animal Kingdom opened in 1998. And, uh, you know, that's over 20 years now. And that's the last park. That's the newest park. You know, when Disney opened in 1971, they had a new park every 10 years, 71. You know, then Epcot in the early 80s. We had MGM in 89, I believe. And then, uh, you know, Animal Kingdom in 98. And uh, we've had nothing since. You know, the parks have expanded. You know, Magic Kingdom with new Fantasyland and Hollywood Studios with uh, Star Wars and kind of expanding back there. But Disney World as a whole, as a property, has continued to grow. You know, think about how many new hotels that they've built and how many new hotels that they're planning to open soon in the next few years. You know, there's more and more people visiting Disney every year, you know, to the point where, you know, back in the day, there was like a, a Disney downtime, a, a down period where the crowds were, were never, uh, you know, that big. It was like, uh, I want to say like after, like after New Year's to like February before spring break, you know, there was some times in, in like November, but really that's not the case anymore with, you know, with all their festivals and just how much more uh, there is to do there. You know, it, it seems like there's always going to be that steady crowd no matter what time of year you go. You know, and, uh, you know, the crowds are getting bigger and they keep adding more hotels and uh, they still are only having four theme parks. Eventually, I do believe it's going to happen. You know, there's been rumors about a fifth park since I want to say I was about 13 or 14 years old, like early 2000s. I told the story in one of my episodes uh, back in the day, there was a store. Uh, it was a Disney Vacation Club store. Uh, it was like, it was at a mall, um, and you would go and you could preview the vacation club hotel rooms. So if you wanted to buy a vacation club, you didn't have to go to Disney and do it. You could just go to the mall, you know, check out the room, see if you like it. And, you know, you would sit down and meet with a, uh, a cast member 
uh, and they'd go over everything and you could buy it right there. I remember we went and we looked uh, before Animal Kingdom Lodge opened. We went and we looked at the uh, at the store. We got a preview of the room. I remember my dad talking with the uh, the worker. He's like, you know, if I buy a vacation club, you know, are you guys going to open up a fifth park? And the guy I was like, oh, you know, we've had those rumors for years. We don't know. And even the guy was like, yeah, eventually they're going to have to. And this was probably like, you know, 15 years ago already. And there's been... Uh, you know, lots of rumors of what a fifth park could be. You know, one of the rumors I remember, even when I was a kid, was a uh, it was like a villains themed park. You know, you could have a park dedicated to all of our favorite villains. You know, Disney loves its villains. They're always, you know, you see them in, in attractions and merchandise and shows and stuff. But uh, that would be pretty cool. I don't know what you would call it. I don't know if you can do an entire park dedicated to just villains, like. If you, if you think about all of their theme parks right now, it's not just one theme. You know, Magic Kingdom has all their lands. Hollywood Studios kind of is a mishmash, but, um, you know, Epcot has Future World and World Showcase. Animal Kingdom has a bunch of different lands, too. But, you know, uh, some sort of aspect of a villains-themed park is probably the most popular idea. Think about all the attractions and shows you could do with these villains you know some of the main villains you know we got ursula and uh, gaston and scar and captain hook and you know you could just do so much with them you know i think the, the shows would be great you know the attractions would be interesting though you know because like we see ursula in the little mermaid right and we see captain hook in the peter pan ride so they would have to get creative in, in those attractions. Now, maybe it's something like I talked about earlier. Maybe they get a little bit of uh, originality and they create new attractions. Uh, you know, a separate new Captain Hook ride or Ursula or whatever the case may be. Um, but I'm sure uh, they, could, they could figure it out. That's for sure. Now, another rumor or an idea for a, a fifth park, you know, it kind of relates to Animal Kingdom. It would be Beastly Kingdom. Uh, you know, when Animal Kingdom opened, there was support there was supposed to be a part of it, like a separate land that was going to be called beastly kingdom. It was going to be like the kind of mythical animals like unicorns and dragons and stuff. Um, but you know, that got cut due to probably time and money, um, you know, and you can still see like evidence of that in like old animal kingdom logos and promotional items. You see like dragons and stuff and, you know, in the park right now, there's no dragons anywhere. Uh, so maybe something like beastly kingdom, would be a good fit for a fifth park. Uh, you know, we all love dragons and unicorns. Um, you know, Disney like has them in their movies. Like uh, one of their newest movies, Onward, has uh, a lot to do with like mythical creatures. You know, so they could uh, definitely uh, use some of those characters. You can create, you know, dragon. You can create any sort of dragon coaster. There was that dragon coaster at Universal Studios for a while. Um, but it'd be, it would be really cool to see like a mythical land, you know, Disney Imaginary could do a great job with that. It would look great. But again, I don't know if you can do an entire park around that, you know, that's, uh, that's where it gets tough. How do you create a theme park? You know, Disney's done a great job of, of you know, creating these parks that have like a bunch of different themes. Another idea, um, you know, I've never, I haven't heard this one. Uh, as a rumor or anything, this is just one I always kind of thought of. 
that I thought would be pretty cool is some sort of a retro park. Imagine walking into Disney's fifth theme park and it was themed like, you know, 1982 still. And they had all the rides that were extinct. They've kind of brought back and reimagined like a, a mis- um, you know, not necessarily in that time period, but like a, uh, you know, a park that would have extinct rides like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride or, you know, the, the Snow White Dark Ride, or if you had wings at, at Magic Kingdom, you know, it would be an interesting concept if they could do something like that. You know, for me, I have, you know, I always wish I could have experienced uh, Disney when it, when it opened, uh, you know, 1971. I felt like it could be, I felt like it would have been so cool to see that in that time, how ahead of its time it was, the, the technology, you know, I've watched so many documentaries and videos on, on Walt Disney. Like it would just been so cool to have been able to experience that on opening day, maybe like a a retro park or a retro themed land where it's a bunch of our old extinct attractions that we, uh, that we miss, you know, it's themed like you know, the, the seventies or the eighties or whatever, everything from like the, the attractions to the characters walking around, that would be, that would be pretty cool. Maybe even the prices, you know, maybe for like a dollar 50, I can get a hot dog and a, and a, a drink. A kid can dream, but definitely, you know, wrapping it up here. My third wish is a fifth park, at, you know, and, and two, I just want to, when animal kingdom opened before it opened, um, you know, I remember seeing like the commercial for it and like as a seven, eight year old kid, like the hype was real. I was so excited that there was this brand new theme park coming to Disney. You know, it would be a little different now because before it would open, we'd get, you know, we'd see and know everything about it, but just imagine, you know, getting the news that a fifth parks open and, and imagine like the hype, like building up to going to that fifth park for the first time, it'll be historic. So, you know, eventually it'll happen. Just, you know, who knows how long, but that would be my third and final wish. All right, now it's time for my favorite part of each episode. It's when I get to interact with you guys. This week I put a post on my Instagram asking you guys if you had one wish and you were in charge of Walt Disney World what would you do? And I got a lot of responses, so many good ones. Uh, and I'll try to go through as many as I can. Um, you know, we all kind of think think alike. There's a lot of uh, similar thoughts in here. So uh, this will be fun. The first one from R. Shippa, bring back fireworks with a sad face emoji. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I'm going down to Disney in a couple months here. And I was really hoping um, that they would announce that the fireworks shows would be coming back soon. Um you know, but I haven't really heard anything on those yet. Obviously, because of uh, COVID, they're still uh, trying to avoid uh, mass gatherings, I guess. So, you know, we'll see. Here's one from Daniel underscore Butters underscore. This is a good one. Expand the monorail system to Hollywood Studios from Epcot going through the resorts. This is... Wow, yeah, this is a good one. This is one I wish... Um, they would have done already. They would do of what I can understand. It's too expensive to do it now to build it. Now. Uh, I think like the old fact was, it was like a million dollars per mile for the track and stuff. Probably even more, you know, 
and uh, they got to build it going through the resorts and uh, you know the monorails already are kind of expensive and are a hassle to kind of uh, keep working properly they're always kind of breaking down and having problems but can you imagine if the monorail went to every park uh, you know obviously Animal Kingdom is probably realistically too far away uh, but even if it went to like Hollywood Studios that would be really cool I thought the plan was back in the day to expand it um, kind of towards the Swan and Dolphin area. I thought, I don't know if that's confirmed, but that was definitely a, a rumor or a myth. Because if you look on the Swan and Dolphin building, there's um, like some of the windows are kind of like blacked out. And the rumor was like that's where the uh, monorail station was going to go through. But yeah, that would be that would be really cool. And you know, they Disney could they could do it if they really wanted to. They print money down there. I mean, let's be real. Um, but yeah, that would be uh really cool. This one from Elsa May 19, lower prices. Yep, I'm with you. Um it'd be kind of cool if they had like some sort of like tier pricing system, kind of like in uh sports, like you know, when a team's having a down year, the 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 prices are a little um, below maybe like maybe it would be the opposite for disney like maybe uh if they had a really good year maybe they would lower the prices a little bit for us but uh that's wishful thinking for sure here's an interesting one from uh, i'm not sure how i'm pronouncing this isaac callen i think it is replaced dinoland usa with wakanda now that would be epic can you imagine Animal Kingdom with Pandora and Wakanda, that would, man, that would probably be the number one park. You know, especially if they, you know, if they had all the, the room to do what they want to do and make Wakanda like really immersive, kind of pretty much just how they did Pandora. That would be amazing. Wow. Yeah. And they could, you know, put an attraction in there and, uh, you know, some, some cool shops and a, and a restaurant. And, you know, Dinoland USA, I love. But, you know, besides Dinosaur, there's really nothing, you know, there to do. They have some room over there where they just closed Primeval World. You know, maybe uh, they could, you know, close that Triceratops spin in that uh, Chester and Hester's Dinorama area. And you have a little more room. And, you know, I, I don't know. That would be, but that would be insane if they could pull that off um and i'm you know i think they would be able to i know they have some rights issues and stuff with universal studios using marvel but i'm pretty sure they'd be able to use the black panther so really good one this one's from carter ivy upgrade slash replace tomorrowland speedway you know i've that's another one been rumored for years to close down and be replaced by like cars or incredibles or something um Personally, I'm a fan of the Speedway, even though I don't ride it every trip. Uh, it's just one of those one of those attractions that I have a lot of good childhood memories with, and I would just be sad to see it go. I love the sounds of the Speedway. Speaking of sounds of the Speedway, if you uh, want to check out another podcast, check out Walrus Carp. Um, he did uh, he's done some podcasts, calls them Parkmosphere where he kind of talks about the attraction and then you can actually hear like the sounds. And the first one I listened to was the Tomorrowland Speedway. Uh, you know, I, I love the, the sounds. I love, you know, the childhood memories. So, um, you know, I, I would get it if they did replace it, you know, but I'm personally still a fan. 
This one's from Carolyn Kesterman. Make the resort rooms retro. Now that's interesting. I talked about having a retro park. What about a retro hotel? Or, you know, parts of certain rooms that are themed retro. That would be interesting, you know. Going to the Magic Kingdom, coming back, turning on the old box TV. Uh, you know, with the the wood grain and the, the shag carpets and stuff. That'd be interesting. That'd be, that'd be uh, really cool. This one's from B-Man, 110547, a 4D The Incredibles ride where you were chased by Syndrome and the Omnidroid. Yeah, um, you know, I'm surprised there hasn't been a uh, an Incredibles attraction at Disney World yet. The movie came out, what, 2002-ish, 2003-ish? Somewhere around there, and, you know, that that movie, that movie, you know, there's so many scenes in the movie you could be like, oh, that would make a good ride, that would make a good ride. I always thought... Uh, you know, after they closed Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, I thought they were going to put a like an Incredibles 3D show, um, you know, 3D, 4D show in that theater there. Um, but instead, you know, they brought back the Michael Jackson thing, and now it's just kind of, you know, they show the short movies. I mean, it's an Epcot. You could have made it work. Um, yeah, but an Incredibles ride anywhere, I think, would be pretty cool. This one's from the girl with no shoes underscore. Bring in more souvenirs of the less popular characters slash movies. Yeah, I'm with you. More merchandise of, you know, the the not-so-mainstream characters and stuff. I think because it's Disney World, they should have, like, every character and, and, you know, movie merchandise that they have, you know. I think one of the most underrated and underappreciated ones is the Emperor's New Groove. And, like, you never see anything Emperor's New Groove in the parks for whatever reason. Um, you know, especially with, like, older movies, like retro movies, like, that stuff is back in style. Uh, so that would make sense to kind of sell those things. Here's one from Cactus G.2. Magic, Magic Kingdom till 1 to 2 a.m. Yeah, for sure. Like extra magic hours back in the day. Bringing that back where I'd, every summer Magic Kingdom you could bet was going to be open till at least 2 a.m. Sometimes 3 a.m. Man, that was such a good time. Just hanging out in the Magic Kingdom. There's like barely anyone there it's two o'clock in the morning in a july you know summer day you don't got any worries in the world um you know even before the pandemic they were cutting back on those i think i want to say the latest it was it had been open in the recent year or two was maybe i think 1 a.m that was a stretch that was definitely a stretch um it's just it's just a great feeling you know walking around that park so late you could just walk on on every ride there's no lines so that would be great to bring that back. Here's one from Owen underscore Yates 827. Create a land themed around Aladdin like Agrabah or something. That's that's really cool. I have not heard that or even thought about that before Agrabah. You know, Aladdin's kind of forgotten. You know, they gave us the magic carpets of Aladdin attraction. And it's like, does it really count? You know, it's there's not much theming to it, just kind of there. But an entire land about Agrabah, that would be really cool. That'd be really cool. Uh, this is from Madeline M495. Stop changing everything all the time. And also we need a Tangled ride. Yes, Tangled. For sure. Like, they they renovated Fantasyland and they gave us the new Fantasyland. And they gave us these awesome Tangled bathrooms and nothing else. How is that possible? You know, a Tangled Dark ride would, would have been perfect. You know, those bathrooms are nice and all, but I would have rather them put a, a Tangled Dark Ride right there in that little corner. Um, you know, it was a good ride. It's a popular character still, so uh, that would have been pretty cool. 
This one's from Kate Kern. Full-on roller coaster slash villain park. Yep, I touched on that. Uh, you know, a villain's park would be interesting. Would be cool. Even like a, a villain's themed roller coaster. You know, they could have so many like a Maleficent coaster. You know, there's so many, so many ways they could go with that. Now I got a lot of uh, suggestions here. Open a new park, a fifth park, a fifth park. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. And, you know, I talked about it, you know, for a while already in this episode. It's it's going to happen eventually. Just I don't know when. Um, this is from Sunlit K. Bring back the great movie ride. Yes, I love that ride. I I don't know why they got rid of it for that Mickey Minnie's uh, runaway train attraction. I wish they could just kept the great movie ride, you know, maybe updated some scenes and then built a separate Mickey and Minnie ride. Um, I got a few suggestions about great movie rights, so obviously we uh, we still miss it. This one's from Brendan underscore trio. Bring Indiana Jones the Forbidden Eye to Walt Disney World. Yeah, I you know I've only been to Disneyland once. I think that's the ride you're you're referring to, and that ride was amazing. You now, and here at Walt Disney World, we still have the Indiana Jones stunt show that hasn't changed since 1993. So, yeah. Um, I also got a lot of suggestions about. Uh, Splash Mountain, you know they're they're retheming it for for a reason. You know I talked about in past episodes how much I love that ride and all the family memories I have on it. You know I, I do wish they could have just rethemed it, changed it, and created like a new uh, original story and built a separate um, Princess and the Frog dark ride. But you know it's it is what it is, um, and I'm sure after a while. Uh, I mean, we'll get used to not calling it Splash Mountain anymore. I also got a lot of uh, suggestions uh, about free churros or like free churro Friday. So uh, we definitely love our churros here as Disney fans. Uh, I think our last one here will be, let's go with Karner underscore 71. Bring back Wishes and or Spectral Magic. Two of the best shows ever at Magic Kingdom. The Wishes Fireworks Show and the Spectral Magic Parade. You know, we were missing those iconic shows right now. Um, you know, Wishes was my favorite. I still listen to the soundtrack and Spectral Magic was you know, a great parade. Um, you know, maybe one day they will bring it back. We can hope, right? All right. Well, I think that kind of about does it. Uh, this was a fun one. This was a, this was a fun episode. Uh, I had a lot of questions and suggestions for you guys. Couldn't get through all of them. Um, but it's cool to interact and, and talk Disney. And, um, you know, I love hearing your thoughts too. You know, as a Disney diehard myself, I love talking with other, you know, Disney fans that they get me, you know, but if you haven't already follow me on Instagram, if you want to subscribe to this podcast, leave me a review. That would be amazing. I appreciate all you guys listening. Uh, you know, we're all part of the same big Disney family, you know, and, and until next time, remember it all started with a mouse. <laughs>